Good to see. Hello there, my fellow followers of darkness, plumbers, Koopas, and mushroom addicts all over the world. Welcome to the very first premiere of the Shadow Council. Welcome, welcome all of you. Welcome, join us in this amazing Super Mario ever discussion. But before, allow me to introduce you, my fellow council members. I, I, I'll go first. Um, <laughs> hi, everybody. Um, I'm Peyton, the pop. <laughs> I'm Peyton um, from the Pop Perch Network. I'm a frequent collaborator of the Lord of Shadows on the McClunky Chit Chat and the Pow Bang Podcast. Glad to be a councilman here today. Yeah, my name is Kieran Grudgins. I am part of the Film Review Central podcast where we discuss about movies and TV shows and hopefully make it a little bit more interesting. I'm also the uh, the president uh, of the Smodkiss Showdown, which is a fantastic trivia competition that uh, Lord of Shadows is very, very frequent in, and Peyton as well has also appeared on my channel many times as the two-time summer box office champion. So a lot of history with these men. Very, very glad that I can uh, be part of the Shadow Council. I'm very honoured. And I'm TK. I edit their podcast for them, and I love Mephisto. Fuck you, TK. Okay, <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> They're only like if you have to replace Mephisto, at least replace him with someone who's like from the fucking Nintendo universe. Okay, replace him like replace him for like uh, characters like Bowser or Ganondorf or whoever. Like like Jesus. <laughs> like, like, we need to send you to like some kind of a, some kind of a like fucking shrink or something. Like you and Mephisto. Like seriously, <laughs> that's the way to start off a live stream, everybody. <laughs> it is. It fucking is. Oh god. Uh, okay. So basically, as the title says, we are going to talk about the upcoming most weighted, surprisingly, especially for the longtime fans, the Super Mario Bros. anime movie. Made by Illumination and alongside, of course, their HQ, Nintendo. So basically, we all know, like, this movie has been in development for, like, what? Like, six, seven, eight years since it was actually announced. And, you know, basically everyone was wondering, like, you know, how this is going to look like, you know, who's going to voice who and everything, you know. And basically then, you know, we find out Illumination is going to do it. And a lot of people actually go... Like, well, from respect reasons, but actually some people actually kind of got worried that, you know, you know, Illumination, Minions, you know, Despicable Me and all that, like, you know, how this is going to look like. But it is. When I saw that trailer, like, my opinion changed rapidly. Like, it looked beautiful. Like, I mean, usually the Illumination budget, it was like from 60 to like 70 to 80 million usually this from what i've seen looks like I, it was like over a hundred i mean what do you guys think from just for what you saw in the trailer gorgeous yeah really good yeah yeah it, it definitely looks like they've not cut any corners with the budget um obviously illumination is a is a fast-growing animated company disney and um, pixar and dreamworks are definitely the top tier of animated movies but this one looks so pleasant it looks so it looks so fun and you know so um you know humorizing in terms of that it just looks like a 
backed full of colour uh, within the screen. So they've not cut any corners. They've got an incredible budget and got some great animated style. So to me, I think the trailer and also the poster as well. I thought the poster showed more colour and intrigue than probably the trailer did, which with in terms of the colour scheme and the colour palette it, it, it showed. So to me, I definitely think they've not cut any corners with the budget and just looks like such a fun um, and, and, and lovely movie to watch. I will also say that this looks like an epic. Like, you play the Mario games and stuff like that, and you kind of have this, like, picture, like, this universe is, like, this big, like, epic adventure. Somewhat like, like, if you take, like, a big, like, fantasy, like, Lord of the Rings, but put it into, like, this kind of, this, you know, this creative video game-like universe... You know, obviously you get the Mario universe. And I feel like for the people that like play these games like like you, Alan, or like I I've played a few of them my myself, like they would imagine like this big grand spectacle. And hopefully it's what we're gonna be getting in this movie because it looks it looks grand. Oh yeah. I mean, just, I mean, just like you guys said, like the animation is golden. Like, I mean, seriously, like just, just from the first sequence where you have, you know, Bowser coming, coming with his like land slash ship or something like basically to the ice kingdom to the kingdom of the fucking penguins, where usually like players drop them off the cliff. Like, oh my God. Like, I, I, oh my God. I, it wouldn't surprise me. If they if they mention or do like an Easter egg where basically you know they're penguins fro- they they're thrown off the cliff, I wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if they if they do something like that. But I will say this also the Penguin King like voice, I was putting my ass out like you because I felt like you know it's gonna be like you know attack or like you know basically that is what I taste of our fury or something like that you know. But instead of like you know they give like a very macho voice like that is what I taste of our fury. Do you yield? I'm like wow. <laughs> they really going full like 100% but I would say this like when it comes to animation yeah I mean like they really out, they really like outdid themselves you know especially illumination but you know because like you said they're, they're a growing company and they made like their success especially with the Speakable Me franchise you know so like this is going to help them a lot because I can see this movie make a lot of money I mean it, like now I will say this a lot of people were shitting about it, especially the gamers, like the way how Super Mario looks like, and like because like because I've seen a lot of reactions because usually I don't usually I do trailer reactions, like sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, but for this one I was like I want to watch like almost every single one of them, and almost every single one of them when they saw Mario they were like, huh, like. Oh, I was like, I don't know. Like, why? Like, uh, I don't like the way he looks. Uh, I don't like his nose. His butt is like very straightforward. Like, like you're like, like, for fuck's sake! I was like, he looks beautiful. He looks exactly like fucking Mario. I mean, what do you guys thought? I mean, there's slight tweaks to the design, but it's it's like it's nothing like that. Like. Another like animated movie. Like I've seen animated movies that have adapted a stuff like this, and they they butchered the designs. Yeah, I like I the mean, design too. Yeah, it's better than I the ugly Sonic. Leads... What are you saying? I was just gonna say that. I was just gonna say that. 
I was just going to say, it leans itself very well to animation. I think, obviously, they did the uh, live-action um, Mario Brothers movies, which were, you know, massively comical and stuff like that. But this franchise really leans itself to animation. The world is very much this fantasy elements that you can only really do uh, on animated styles. For me, I thought Mario looked really great. I think he just looked fun. He looks somebody who you would happily see on a journey with. They're definitely using this... Um, success of the last two Sonic the Hedgehog movies, which I love both of them. I thought they're just such fun adventures as ways of saying people are really, really intrigued by these uh, older games, these with the animated characters that are really leading into it. And for me, definitely saying we cannot do what they did with their first trailer with Sonic, where the Sonic the Hedgehog did not look so good. Like I said, they had a great they had a great budget, they had a fantastic budget, and they used it definitely on making these characters look as definitely pleasing as possible because you'd, you'd look at that character and you just go, you know what, you've connected something with my childhood I would love to see on a journey with you. And that's exactly what we're getting from this movie. I mean, exactly all of you, like, everything what you said was absolutely correct. I mean, like, okay, I mean, of course you're going to find, for example, his hair a little bit, like, more detailed, a little more, like, you know, realistically hairy and things, just like the same with the mustache, you know? You know, and also, like, there, there are some, uh, like, elements in his design that, you know, makes him look very cartoony. But again, like, this is, like, basically, like, nitpicky thing. Like, this is, like, a, like, one, two percent. Of like the, with the ninety-eight or nine or ninety-nine percent, where he looks like exactly like from the game, exactly from the game, and also like I want. I'm also interested to know like what did you thought of uh, Bowser as well? I mean, obviously the design, and and then Jack Black's voice is just surprisingly pitch perfect. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think I think um, Jabba's a fantastic actor. I think this has got a great cast, which I know we'll come on to a little bit later on in the show. But for me, I just think I mean, let I me mean, let's talk about him. Then let's talk about Bowser and, and and Jack Black. For me, Jack Black is a fantastic actor. He's probably in the best. Well, well, one of the best animated trilogies of all time, which is Kung Fu Panda. I've just recently rewatched them, and I've got so many positives to say about that franchise. So for me, the voice sound villainous. It sounds like a character that you really, really want to um, hate, but then also you really, and also you really want to sort of appreciate, you know, his journey and the and what he does, what he's exactly doing. So for me, I think the voice cast really, really works. I know there's been a lot about Chris Pratt. Um, recently but for me bowser looks really really good he looks very very uh game like and uh he definitely had a prominent part in that trailer and as soon as you heard jack black's voice you were immediately hooked about the way he did it the way his villainous uh voice came through that does a lot for a character especially in animation where the voice matches the characters in the way and the journey in which they are they've got in the movie yeah i thought bowser was really well done too in the trailer um I was a little surprised, though, that the little uh, what were those things that were throwing the snowballs? I was surprised that they didn't actually that that Bowser didn't yield to them. (laughs) Like basically, just like Bowser said, I do not. And basically, you know, you have comics going like, you know, and basically, you know, just simply making them float, go like different uh, different ways. And basically, like, you know, you see Bowser, you know, his glory just simply like destroying the motherfucking castle like you know like he, he's put him in ruins you know like basically showing you that bowser is a threat like like he's not they're not joking around with him and everything 
And also, like you said, because I, I'm going to talk about the cast like a little bit later, but Jack Black, the at first time I was like, you know, like, hmm, he's going to do like the typical Jack Black thing, like a little bit like Poe-ish, like on Bowser. And I was like, when I, when I heard that voice, especially with like, open the gates, I was like, is that Jack Black? I was like, wow, like, this is good. This is really good. And I love that, especially like when he found the, the superstar. And he's like, you know, I finally found it. Now who's going to stop me? I heard his I voice there, but still. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, still, like, he was really good. I mean, even like at Comic-Con, when it was like, you know, you had this, like, he was like sitting on a throne or something. And basically, he was trying trying to do like the Bowser voice, and like you can see like that, that he's having a blast, you know, voicing the character and everything. Like like he, he was like really, really good. Like you know, I mean, I was really surprised. Now, for what I saw in the trailer, and I believe you know, you guys can obviously guess. Like this is gonna be some sort of like you know origin story, where basically you can see Super Mario like going on the first time mm-hmm. to the Mushroom Kingdom, you know, because. If you guys don't know, like, you know, he's a fucking plumber from uh, from Brooklyn. <laughs> you know, so I'm really curious to see how he's going to end up in the Mushroom Kingdom. I'm really interested how him and Luigi will end up in the Mushroom Kingdom. I mean, what do you guys think? Yeah, I, it looks interesting to see that it is an origin story. I think the whole stereotype with video game movies is that do you make it for the fans or do you make it for new audiences i definitely think you can do that and and please both parties because it, the target audience is young kids so they're just going to be happy to watch this fantasy the, you know bright colors on the screen it's coming out in probably one of the best cinema months of next year in march with so many fantastic releases so but this one is the only one that you can really focus on for young kids so i think an origin story really really works you know i i like that discussion with video game movies about do you do an origin story do you do um you know a celebration of the games i think you can absolutely do both so i'm very intrigued to see the origin story somebody like me who doesn't who's not a massive Mario fan, will watch it and learn stuff and be intrigued, but also have a very, very damn good time. Uh, and I definitely think that that's something that they're going to do. It looks like in the trailer they're splitting them up. Um, whether that's a popular choice between the big fandoms, I'm not sure. I wasn't a particularly big fan because it doesn't feel like it's a, a Mario Brothers film. It definitely looks like they might have to sort of meet up and it'll take a long time before them two are on screen together. So I definitely think there might be two very, very different uh, instances, two very, very different stories um, within this. So I think whilst an origin story is positive, how they execute that is something I'm very intrigued by. And if they do that right, it definitely could be a big hit. Indeed. What do you guys think? Um, I'd say pretty much what um what Kieran thinks. Um, it's I don't really know how to phrase it, but like TK, you have any thoughts? <laughs> uh, well, that was quick. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. <laughs> In all seriousness, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing you know how the origin story. The thing is, um, you said Mario is a, a plumber from Brooklyn, so yeah, he's a plumber from Brooklyn. <laughs> I don't know how they're gonna execute that. That's that's why I'm a little bit like kind of lost for words. But at the same time, it does it 
it can be like a stereotypical story, but at the same time, you know, with like the whole world and everything like that, I think you know we have a we have a lot to work with as far as far as this goes. So now, TK, you have something to say? Yeah, I, I agree with what you. <laughs> I agree with what you said, Peyton. Um, you you said it so well. Uh, <laughs> no, but um, I I do agree with well a lot of what you said, Peyton. Um. I'm curious to see. I I'm 50-50 on whether I like origin stories. My concern with it being an origin story is I don't want them to spend like over half the movie on the origin. Um because I feel like that sometimes takes away from the story a little bit. Um so I guess that's my only real concern about it being an origin story. But I am curious how they do it and how much time they actually like dedicate to the origin um and whether they also deal with maybe like flashbacks um i mean personally i think i, I think I a bit i i think it'll be interesting to see exactly what they do with that because i think you know i'm trying to make comparisons to 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 Sonic, and I'm, you know, maybe that might be a bit of a loose comparison, but Sonic, I think, did really well. Where it introduced in the first five to ten minutes, you knew the struggle, but then, the, you know, these human characters he interacted with doesn't, it, it not really involved in the games. So I think it it made it definitely much for a for a film adaptation. This one definitely seems like it's going to be, uh, you know, massively beloved within the video game sort of universe. So I agree, I agree with the engineer here. I do personally think that if they spent far too much time on the origin story, it could take that away but i think that might be a reason you know you explaining that about the origin story could actually support my worry for the movie was are you going to keep mario and luigi far apart i think the main thing will be getting them two together because at the end of the day it's a super mario brothers movie it's not mario it's not luigi it's together and i think splitting them apart i definitely think the main conflict will be getting them together and really getting uh, them them two together because that's going to be such a delight to see them two together we haven't seen that in the first in this teaser trailer we might see that happen in the in the official trailer that hopefully will come out uh, closer to the release date so i think definitely that will be the main conflict and probably not touch on the origin story but not as much yeah, I mean, uh, I will say this, like, first and foremost, like, I heard some, like, stories that we might get, like, a new uh, trailer for Super Mario Bros., like, very soon, somewhere, like, in December, because the, there's, like, this video game event going on, so people are saying that they could, they could release a new official trailer there, but we should see about that. So going back to, like, what we were talking about, like, I do believe we're going to see some kind of an origin story, where basically how he first up ended up in the, in the Mushroom Kingdom, but here's the thing. I don't think, like, he's going to be well, I mean, this is just speculation, but I don't think he's going to be like uh, like half the movie in Brooklyn or something. Like, no, I think it's going to be like a uh, very sonic way. I think like it's going to be like very quick. Like it's going to be like maybe like maybe like a short m- amount of time in uh, in Brooklyn. And then he's going to be like, like, like basically sucked up in uh, in the Mushroom Kingdom. And for what I've seen in the trailer, it is definitely obvious that Luigi and Mario will go like set, they will be like uh, sucked up like uh, in uh, basically sucked up like basically shot like shot out like in two different places you can you can never see from the trailer like you know basically when you see mario landing in the mushroom kingdom and luigi basically being somewhere very dark like you know being chased by dry bones so you can definitely feel uh you know they're gonna be they're gonna be, uh, be separated 
but I don't think they will take a long time to reunite them. I don't think like uh, it will take them a long time. I think they will reunite like uh, you know, like in a very in a short period of time. That, that's what I think. And also, you know, like basically, uh, like like you mentioned before. I mean, all of you, like Miyamoto, basically one time actually explained that he that he actually feels that the movie have has actually completed like you know two things. One is, you know, basically being a movie for, you know, long-time Super Mario fans to enjoy and also for moviegoers they, that had never heard of Super Mario in the first place, you know, because that's, that's the main thing, you know, because some people, you know, I've seen some comments saying, you know, like, you know, oh, it should be just for gamers, you know, that's obvious, you're targeting us, you know, the fans, and I'm like, time out, time out. Uh, does that mean 100% of the people who are going to watch the Super Mario Bros. Uh, movie are going to be Super Mario fans? Bullshit. There's going to be a lot of people who never heard of Super Mario in the first place or ever play the game. So it makes sense. You're going to have to like families, uh, like balance the movie, like between movie go normal moviegoers and video game fans. Like, you know, so I do believe, you know, especially like how much Nintendo was involved. I think like, you know, they will like balance, like, you know, like between normal moviegoers. And video game uh, like longtime Super Mario fans, you know, because that's the obvious thing to do. You know, you can't just simply target just one type of audience. You can't, you know, because because only then, you know, you can screw up a movie, especially a movie that is based on a video game. You know, so okay. I do. I mean, so I do believe Miyamoto's words. I do believe, you know, because after all, Super Mario is his baby. You know, so of course, you know, he's gonna uh, take very like very good care of the movie. You know, to being basically well, not at least not at least hundred percent perfect. But like ninety or ninety-five percent, you know, you know, perfect. Maybe I'm going a little bit too much with percentage, but you know, you get what you get my point. But but yeah, I, no, do that, I, I do believe that I do believe that video game movies that do balance out the uh, video game aspect and also the the new fan aspect are actually better video game movies. We've seen that in the past with uh, obviously some of the Hedgehog, which I do think balance out very well i thought uncharted that came out earlier this year as well from a video game definitely balance that out very very well so i think when it goes down that route they're more successful but then also you have that evidence to say that if you're focusing it purely on gamers that it doesn't really attract audiences i'm talking about movies like warcraft assassin's creed where when you're watching it's the first time a viewer and just a general audience you're struggling to really follow this but if you're watching it with somebody that loves the games knows the game they're going to be as excited as hell about it so i definitely think you know tapping into that let's in let's find that balance when you find that balance it'll be a much more of a successful and well-renowned movie and also word of mouth could definitely help uh, a movie like it did with sonic you know that was that came out in 2020 a lot of you know skeptical things was happening but word of mouth made that a very very popular video on demand movie where a lot of people were going is it good let me check it out i've got nothing else to do and that is what's really positive obviously times have changed now people are going to be going to the cinema to see this but word of mouth is absolutely massive in certain movies and that could put man um really in, in in the top tier when you are talking about that balance Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with you, man. Like, I, I totally agree, you know, because, you know, just like, you know, not simply word of mouth, but like, you know, basically, like I said, you know, if you like, especially like if you're basing a movie that's like from like a long time franchise, like, uh, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's like a video game, it could be like a, 
a, a, a book or a, like a series of novels or a comic book. Like the point is that, you know, you're going to have to put some balance, you know, so in a way that normal moviegoers can understand the overall story, the characters, the places, the overall world building. But also at the same time, you know, put something, you know, that uh, even the, the longtime fans will enjoy, you know, like basically some Easter eggs or like mentioning of like some certain things or objects or characters or places, you know, like, you know, just like I said, you know, so I do believe, like, like I mentioned before, that Miyamoto, you know, I believe, you know, I believe his words. I think, like, you know, he's going to handle the movie very well. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'd like to add, too, um, you were saying about, like, um, like, the difference between, like, hardcore fans and, like, you know, average moviegoers and stuff like that. You can see with, like, you know, we're in an age where it's, like, complete, like, IP like franchises that you know keep adapting biggest one would be the um the marvel cinematic universe the mcu um where we have like this this giant franchise you know ba based off of of a superhero universe that was just like a, a small office in manhattan that like kind of blew that kind of blew up and you know has like all this lore and stuff like that you see it in like you know all like all these movies and stuff like that and yeah you get the average moviegoers and stuff like that um but you also got your hardcore fans i'm pretty sure that's that's what it's gonna be like you know with this mario um universe and you know if nintendo decides to expand like obviously you're gonna have a lot of lore, lore there like like you're probably like you versus like the average movie go you're probably gonna see oh hey you know that's an that's um that's an easter egg from like super mario odyssey or something like that exactly um, but um but then like the average movie goer obviously not gonna get that so you're definitely kind of getting the best of both worlds in that sense yeah, I agree. I think the balance is they're going to have to balance it with the hardcore video fans and then like the newer people who don't know what it is. But part of it, and this sort of is related, but part of what I think they're going to have to do for the movie that's going to draw everybody in, it comes out when? March? April. Or April. April. So in either late February or, or early March, what they need to do is Think back to Sonic. I think they did it like a couple weeks before Sonic. It might have been a month. So what they need to do is they need to release a – it needs to be a killer, killer, killer lead single from the movie. Um, Like uh, Kid Cudi's Stars in the Sky from – or Stars Across the Sky from – or whatever the name of the song was from Sonic. Or um, even Rihanna's um, – whatever the name of the song was in Black um, Panther. Um they need to release a killer lead single for it because I think that will, if you're a fan of the franchise or if you're somebody who doesn't know it all about the franchise, that's going to draw you in. The Wreck-It yeah. Ralph movie did kind of something like that. It like had all those like video game sounds and stuff like that. So, yeah, it, it did actually it did, and I mean I agree. Like I agree with everything you guys said. You know because, uh, you know like. The thing is that, uh, you know, just like I said, you know, because sometimes, you know, uh, we, we all have seen some movies that are based on a video game that were basically overstuffed, 
with things like, you know, when it comes to characters or elements or like teaser, oh, sorry, of uh, Easter eggs and other things, you know, where basically only gamers would understand, like, you know, ah, that's coming from there. Oh, that's a character from this, from like this game. Or like, oh, this is the place from like whatever game. Like, you know, and sometimes, you know, video game movies, they have done this, you know, because there are some filmmakers, you know, they only targeted like just simply one typical audience, you know, and when it comes to Super Mario Brothers, like some people actually have been complaining, like, you know, oh, like, oh, it's going to be a very simple story. It's going to be like this and that. And I'm like, dude, like I said, like, Miyamoto and Illumination are targeting two vers- like two types of audiences, like game fan, like video game fans and normal moviegoers. And you have to make like, I mean, you don't have to like really make the story simple. You don't have to like oversimplify the the story. No, but you have to make it in a way that you know the normal moviegoers, you know, can actually understand. You know, like basically like where you know what, like I said before, like what Mushroom Kingdom is. Where, where, where they come from, you know, who's Mario, who's Luigi, who's Bowser, like, you know, uh, some explanations, you know, like, for example, about the superstar that we saw in the trailer, you know, that Bowser found, you know, which also makes it like a little more interesting goal for Bowser, you know, like basically going around and conquering, uh, like, you know, uh, other kingdoms and everything, you know, because, I mean, it, it works a little bit more better than just simply kidnapping the princess like he usually does, uh, you know, so there's that, you know, so again, Everything what you just said, you know, it, it's absolutely correct, you know. So I'm, so I do hope that, you know, that uh, they're gonna do, they're, they're gonna do good, you know. I'm, I'm really hoping because I really want to see more of the Super Mario Brothers. Like, I mean, it, uh, like if, for example, if they're not gonna start expanding on other universes, at least I really am hoping they're gonna expand like on the Super Mario universe, you know, because with everything they have, like some people really say that, that it's overstuffed. Especially with the characters, you know, uh, when it comes to the voice cast. But I believe, you know, like I said, I believe the directors alongside Miyamoto, I think, like, they're going to handle well, you know. Because, again, you have to remember, it's not just simply Illumination. Even Nintendo is heavily involved in this, you know. So, you know, when, when on a company that owns the rights to the character and entire franchise is heavily involved, you know that at least it gives you a little bit of hope that it's going to be a good movie, you know. Exactly. Now, let me ask you something. Yeah, that's... Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. That, Peyton. All right. Well, I was just going um... to say... <laughs> <laughs> you go ahead. I'll, I'll keep on my question. Garen? Well, uh... Well, I was just, I was just gonna, yeah, I was just gonna say that. Looking at this cast, looking at the way of the amount of characters, I'm a little bit unsure whether they. I'm gonna say this in the nicest possible way, and I'm happy to be challenged on this because, like you said, you guys know a lot more about this universe than myself. However, looking at the amount of characters that we've got in here, I'm not too sure whether Nintendo are thinking, let's put as many characters as possible in this, and then in this probably second or third movie, obviously, if there's going to be success within this film, how many characters can we introduce? How many characters? do we have in our in our backlog because if you look at sonic the hedgehog the first movie eggman was in it as the villain and obviously jim carrey was brilliant in that but you didn't have a lot of sonic side characters so i think there was a little bit more trust in the product product to say okay this is going to be successful when the sequel was green lighted we got tails we got knuckles and then obviously we're going to get a knuckles tv show which i cannot wait for that it's gonna be so good but and then um 
you know, then obviously with the third one, it looks like we're going to get even more characters. I'm not sure if we're in this one, we're looking at potentially them saying, I'm going to put in all of these characters and see the way that they can develop throughout the movies rather than drip feeding them in. So I, I've got I've got a bit of a question to the to the crowd. I hope you don't mind. Which characters do you think they could they've staggered or possibly pushed back and say if this film does well they're going to be prominent as the new addition to the second one i know we've not seen the first movie and we just talked about that but i'm interested to see because they are if they're going to make a universe like alan said you know build upon um you know the um this universe who can they bring in that could really make a bigger impact i present that to my council in here all right well what i was asking is actually kind of kind of a uh, step back and this is kind of for for a question for all of you but for particularly for Alan because Alan is the Nintendo guru here um, <laughs> I'm flattered um, yeah but we were talking kind of an expansion on you know if if this movie did well there can be an expansion on the Nintendo IP do you think that it can lead up to not only a bunch of um, like spinoffs based off of other like video game characters like uh, like Legend of Zelda, um, F Zero, Star Fox, um, Samus, but do you think? And I don't know what plan they have, but do you think it could probably culminate to a Super Smash Brothers crossover movie? Oh fuck! I mean, I mean that—that's something that a lot of Nintendo fans would love to see, like you know, a Super Smash Bros. like movie. Basically, it would be basically like a anime version of Avengers, basically, you know, like uh, in a way, in a sort of way. But I don't know. I mean, when it comes to Super Smash Bros., like, look, this is this is too soon. This is really too soon to to talk about, you know. And also in Super Smash Bros., you know, you don't just simply have Nintendo; you have like properties from Sega, you have properties from like Capcom, and all different other companies, you know. So it's a little bit like difficult yeah. to speculate about like a Super Smash Bros. Uh, movie. But again, it's too soon. Now going back to like uh, if the movie does well, I think it will definitely do well. I think it will definitely do well because usually, don't get me wrong, but like usually uh, Illumination movies. They do. They actually do make. Uh, they do. They actually are successful when it comes to box office. They're usually very successful, especially the Despicable Me yeah. uh, movies. You know, they I mean, love like those millions. You know, exactly. Love them them. Exactly. So I think it will be a box office success. You know, because I mean, like, even if you're not a like a true gamer when it comes to like Super Mario and all that, like, I mean, everyone knows Mario. I mean, if you didn't, because. Uh, the thing is, I didn't just simply grow up playing the games. I also grew up like watching the anime TV shows, like you know the Super, the Adventure of Super Mario Bros. Three, the first Super Mario animated show, then Super Mario World. Like I've I watched all the all the free shows, you know, and that's also part of it. Like you know how I basically was introduced to Super Mario. So the overall my point is, even normal moviegoers, I think, will have an idea who Super Mario is, you know, like because you know you know because it is a character that is iconic. Like, very, very iconic all over the world. Like, when it comes to old generations or young generations. But going back, like, you know, to your question, like, when it comes to uh, if the movie is successful, well, I will say this. Nintendo already planned, like, if the movie is successful, to do, like, a Donkey Kong spin-off, like, movie. Also, there were talk about, like, the actor who voices <laughs> Luigi, 
he expressed an interest to do a Luigi's Mansion movie, which I would adore if it, if this happens. Like I would love to see Luigi's Mansion in, like turn into like a like an like an animated comedy horror like you know movie because it would be really really great because the games are great. I didn't play the first one, but I played the second and the third. It's a really good game, so I really hope of that as well. Uh, overall. But I think, like, you know, some of the characters they're in, they were like, for example, we had Cranky Kong, we have Donkey Kong, you know, in it as well. I think, like, their roles will be small. I think, like, their roles won't be big. I think, like, they, they will be small, basically, kind of like, you know, teasing a potential expansion, you know. So, overall, I think the movie will be successful, and I think they will expand on, like, you know, possible, like, Super Mario universe when it comes to like that world like i think there will be some expansions but also which i, I don't know if you know this but uh, nintendo already like you know they announced they created a studio for like for like movies and tv shows no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not i'm not i'm not knocking the overall product of mario's and the and the attractability i'm just saying that like like what like my, my point was i do think possibly bringing certain characters back or introducing them in this movie and then giving them their own shows and movies could definitely help. I'm just thinking to myself, how can, what characters are fans going? I absolutely love it. Give me a second, but give me this, 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 and this. There will be a checklist for a lot of fans and a lot of big fans. I'm just saying, what are they going to hold, hold back? I'm not saying that this is not going to be a successful movie because there are some movies where they're not at all liked or uh, in terms of critics scores, but we'll get... Um, you know, sequels based on their box office revenue. This movie is going to make a lot of money. Illumination are a great animated studio. We keep talking about Despicable Me, but actually, that's not my favourite movie coming out of Illumination. My favourite one has to be The Secret Life of Pets. That is such a, a pleasant movie. That is probably their favourite movie. So for me, Illumination has a massive, like I said, they're a growing animated company. They've got some really, really great things. So I'm not saying that it's not going to be successful. I'm just saying, what have they got in their back pocket? What are they planning uh, ahead of this and i definitely think that becomes a smart student when you're saying here's the product but we've also got something in the backlog because then no, production no. the hype and the in interest can really be part of this mario universe no 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 don't get me like don't get me wrong i completely understand you and uh like you asked before uh bpn uh <laughs> like you asked before like i do believe that if the uh, after the movie succession uh being successful i do believe that we could potentially see like other franchises. I mean, personally for me, I would love to see Legend of Zelda. I would love to see Kirby and also Star Fox. Like I would love to see, because those three are one of my favorite franchises that came out of Nintendo. Like alongside Super Mario, of course, you know. So I would love to see them as well. F-Zero you know? would be pretty cool as well. I oh, really want to see Captain Oh yes, yes, I totally agree. That would be badass as well. I agree on that. Oh my god. But yeah, I mean like uh but personally I like I think like I said when it comes to storylines because right now I only have like theories and predictions but I think like they're going to hold back with like again with characters like Donkey Kong and Cranky Kong. I think like they're going to hold back on them and basically concentrate on the Mushroom Kingdom, Toad, Princess Peaches, the Mario Brother, Super Mario Brothers and Bowser. I think like they're going to concentrate more on that than the rest, you know, like, okay. but, but again, you know, this is just a teaser trailer. Maybe after the feature trailer, we'll get like a, a better idea, you know, but overall, what do you guys think? 
Well, my question to you is more like if you think it could it could be a possibility of like all this IP expanding and then maybe one day. No, one well, I day. mean, no, no, no. Uh, I get your question, and uh, and like I said, and I mentioned before, I think uh, I think you know definitely. I mean, after the Super Mario Bros, if it's successful, for example, like you said, it became a success. If it earns like you know after like uh, like over a one billion dollars on the box office, and for example, if it's like critically acclaimed or at least like you know giving positive reviews definitely you know nintendo are gonna expand on their like you know franchises definitely like not just yeah. super mario brothers but like even others like kirby legend of zelda star fox the other one you mentioned like definitely they're gonna expand definitely okay yeah but honestly with this mo with this well, movie it's, in general it's the castless tip yeah uh, wait, wait uh, be, let, let's finish <laughs> let's finish VPN like uh, finishing sentence and then yeah, we'll go move on. on the cat. No, it's just go with on. this movie right here, there's a lot of possibilities, not just for you know the lore and stuff like that, but just for a story that you know everybody's always wanted to see, uh, like all these characters and stuff like that, and just how how the video game can be adapted. <laughs> Excuse me. So I'm just I'm pretty excited to see what they do with it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, uh, I mean, some, some. I actually have seen some people like saying that, uh, you know, like, uh, oh my god, like, are they gonna kill off Bowser like in the first movie? Fuck off! Like, they're not. They're, they're of course they're not it's gonna an kill. Animated Bowser. movie. Yeah, but also Bowser is one of the one of the most iconic Nintendo uh, characters. You know, there's no way they're gonna kill him off. No way. Like, either he's gonna be defeated and banished to like into a different world or something, or basically he's gonna like retreat. There's no way they're going to kill him off. Like, yeah. no way. No way. But anyway, like, with everything said, I think, like, we, we should go on the one of my favorite parts of this live stream will be, and that is the cast list, okay? <laughs> so, please, allow me the honors to write, to read you the cast, okay? Can I? Okay, here we go. So, get ready, guys. <laughs> All right. First, we have <laughs> we have Chris Pratt as Mario, Anya yeah. Taylor Anya Taylor Joy as Princess Peach. Then we have the motherfucking Charlie Day as Luigi. Of course, Jack Black as Bowser, Keegan Michael Key as Toad, <laughs> Seth Rogen as Funky Donkey Kong. <laughs> yep, I'm Donkey Kong who likes to smoke weed. <laughs> Like that kind of dog. <laughs> Seth Rogen's Donkey Kong. Oh my god, I have to, I have to hear him. Like I have to see like his version. Fred, uh, Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong. Then we have Sebastian Maniscalco as Spike. I mean, I was surprised that they're gonna show Spike in this because he only appears one, one time in the game. Then we, of course, you know, we have the one and only Kevin Michael Richardson, the only like actual voice actor here as Comic. You know, the little Koopa Wizard. Uh, and of course, now here is the the piece de resistance. Also in this movie is is involved Charles Martinet, who is the actual voice of Mario. You know, I mean, like you know, not not just Mario, but like you know, you know, Super Mario. It's me. Here we go. Let's go. Woohoo! Or even like you know, he, he even voiced Luigi. Like ah, Luigi two, Luigi number one. Ha <laughs> Like also like one of my favorite characters in Super Mario. You know. Mario, yeah, oh, you gotta eat that garlic. 
Welcome to Vario World. I, I, oh my god, I love that game. Anyway, so Charles Martinet is also involved in this movie, but they did say like he's gonna voice surprise cameos in this movie, and I can tell you right now who's gonna be Vario and Valuigi. No one else. It's gonna be them, definitely. Anyway, so that's my thoughts. Like who who could be those cameos? But overall. Let's talk about the cast list, shall we? So I told you the cast list. So now I want to hear your thoughts. Go ahead. I mean, I have my thoughts, but I'll I'll let any of any of you because let's start I, with I TK. Let's start with TK on this one. Let's start with you. Okay. Uh, I like the cast. I'm a little worried about Chris Pratt as Mario. Um, <laughs> I'm a little worried about that. Um, he, he, he might be good. Uh, I think we need to see more of him in a trailer to actually like say how good he actually is or see if he actually fits. Um, I'm kind of 50 50 whether I'm glad he's not using not using the accent. <laughs> I, I mean, mean if, like, if he did the accent, it, it would sound awful. I mean, I mean, before we go to other opinions, like. Think about it. Like, can you imagine, like, basically hearing Mario in that strong Italian accent, basically all the way through the through the entire movie, going like, you know, talking like this, like, what is a this place? Oh, Marshall Kingdom, here we go! Woohoo! Like, yeah, it's me, Mario. Like, I mean, not just simply will irritate the parents, but like the kids were like, the fuck is saying? Like, like I don't, I don't understand a fucking word he's saying. Like, like. I mean, so it's understandable for me why, you know, he doesn't do the, the, the Italian accent. But, like, a lot of people, like, you know, like, why, why, why he's not doing it? Why? Because, you know, like, for example, Mario Kart 8, you know, you hear, like, Mario Kart 8. Like, he, like, like <laughs> basically going, like, maybe a strong Italian accent. But for me personally, I think it's a good thing. But continue, TK. Yeah, um... I mean, I'm 50-50 whether I, like, I partially want the accent so it's more true to the game. But, like, on the other hand, I mean, like you said, I just can't, I just can't hear Chris Pratt doing that accent. Me too. It doesn't sound like it'd be good. Yeah. Um, the rest well, of the cast uh, I like. You're, you're fine with the rest of the cast? Yeah. I'm also I'm really curious to hear Charlie Day as uh, Luigi. Oh my God! I mean, um, I love them in Horrible Bosses. I love them. In it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Like I'm really curious to see, like hear him as Luigi because I think like he's gonna be great. Like as Luigi, like for me it was perfect. So I mean everything else for me like just like you said the cast for me is good. Like even like Anya Taylor Joy. Uh, if you don't know if you don't know her, Queen's Gambit. Uh, like she, I think she's perfect as Peach. I think she's gonna do good as Princess Peach. That's that's just me, of course. But now it's not just about me. So let's hear you, Film Review Central. What are you thinking? Can, can I just say, Super Mario Brothers Two, Lord of Shadows in the title role of Mario, or just all the voices because he's doing a fantastic job on this stream of doing everybody's voices. Um, no, no, I, I think it's a good cast. Listen, we heard snippets, obviously, from the trailers. There were snippets we didn't really interpret the whole voices. Chris Pratt is just there, I think, as a bit, 
he's there for that attractability when you go, oh God, Chris Pratt, I know exactly who he is. You know, he does some, obviously he's done some voice work in the past with the Lego movie. So I definitely think he's got that experience doing it. I agree with the Italian accent though. I, I probably, it's probably better to not do it than attempt it and then just go really wrong. Um, so I definitely feel that that will work. I think Charlie Day is a great comedic actor. So you could see him doing Italian accent, maybe because of probably that comedic tone. Uh, I've, I think Anya Taylor-Joy is a fantastic actress anyway. I think she's doing some really, really great things. Um, I, I watched The Menu a couple of days ago, and I thought she was really, really great in that amongst other films uh, that she's been in. So I think this is definitely um, you know, definitely an enjoyable role for her, whether, she, whether she's going to have that much to do in the movie, I'm not sure. And obviously Jack Black is the, is the standout for me uh, as Bowser. I definitely think... That role we obviously touched on it earlier. So obviously, he has the most sort of talking um, within the within the. But there definitely seems like the the cast. It's a well known cast. It has a lot of big names, a lot of attractability uh, within there, both voice casting and just big names, big stars who have been in bigger projects before this. So to me, I do think it's a really good cast. I think it's made some really really strong choices. And uh, for me, Chris Pratt is a uh, is is a big name, and I definitely think that's what's going to attract certain people who go, you know what, let's go watch the new Chris Pratt movie. But I definitely think uh, Nintendo need to. Uh, think about replacing Mr. Pratt with uh, with our very own Lord of Shadows here because he definitely seems like he's got the Mario accent very, very much down. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. The Lord of Shadows <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, uh, yeah. Can we do like a Shadow Council adaptation of the Mario Brothers? So Lord of Shadows, oh my God. Be, be Mario, and then we'll just sort of fit into the – we'll fit into each other's roles, to be fair. Oh, my God. I think God. that'd be quite good. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, moving forward. Uh, PPU. All right, so I have, I have a, a lot of thoughts on this. You know, everybody got their thoughts on, on Chris Pratt out, so I kind of wanted to get mine. Um, to be honest, I am very split on this because when I first heard the news, I'm like, Chris Pratt? Like, like you could have been more creative with it. No, Chris Pratt. Yeah. Okay, that's what we're doing. And then as I heard the truth, like, and then I thought about it a little bit. Having a, like, kind of like an actual actor, like, like, it makes sense because Charles Martinet is Mario. There's no doubt about it. But at the same time, Mario has never had, like, other than like maybe like the the super, what, what was it the Super Mario Power Hour or something like that in the nineties? Uh, so called. I don't quite. Uh, I don't quite remember. Yeah, yeah, but we can have a look. Can we have a look? Well, we can we, we can try. Uh, so you're searching for what? I'm going to search in Mario Bros. Uh, TV show here. No, because uh, there are three animated TV shows about Super Mario, and in all three of them, there were different voice actors. It wasn't Charles Martinet at all. Okay. Oh, okay. It was the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Okay. Oh. You know, and I, I mean, like I said, like Ch Charles Martinet, like, voiced him in like you know, uh, like video games and all. But like when it comes to animated TV shows, there were different people, and also, I mean. I just want to add this, Peyton. I just want to add, add this. Uh, here's the thing. 
in those free anime TV shows, Luigi, Mario, they had a normal American accent, like no Italian accent whatsoever. Like, yeah. like they talk normally, normally. So I'm like, huh? So you're bullshitting about Chris Pratt? I mean, I'm I'm saying in general, like, so no. people are bullshitting about Chris Pratt, like voicing Mario, and I'm like, what about the guys from the anime TV shows? Did they yeah. they didn't like they didn't have like an Italian accent? You know, they were just talking normally, like you know, through the characters of Mario and Luigi. I mean, some yeah. people can speculate that you know, like uh, Luigi had an accent, like when he was like, you know, Mario, whatever you are, help, or like you know, he was like, that's Mama Luigi to you, Mario. Like some people will say, like, okay, that's kind of Italian accent, in a way. Okay, yeah. I kind of get it, but I'm like, you know, I'm a little bit like, you know, I mean, but still, you know, but still, like, eh, it's more English than Italian, but like, okay, fine, whatever. You know, but again, I'm like, we only heard like two, like we only heard like two things out of Chris Pratt's mouth. Like, what is this place? And like, Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. Like, he only said that. I'm like, at least like, for God's sake, give the guy a break. Like, you were like, let's wait for the official trailer and then hear like how he talks, you know, because even when he said like, Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. Like, like there, there was a little bit of Italian accent, a little bit like Brooklyn style yeah. in it, but like very, very vague, like like very like uh, like foggy. Let's just put it that way. Alan, yeah. did they have accents in the live action movie? No. Bob Hoskins. Yeah. Was like, Bob Hoskins was the same as he always was, and even like I always forget his name. Who who played um. Luigi? Um, I always forget his name. No, I know um, the actor. Um, it's... I know him too, but I can't remember his name. But that's why I don't think people should really be moaning so much about, um, you know, Chris Pratt. Is that the technical technicality? Is that I think they were just nitpicking. I think they were nitpicking. It was a teaser trailer. Like There's obviously, yes, there we go. Him. Yes. yes. Uh, but he was just little pickups. I I just think like, you know, little nitpicking, I think does probably throw again, word of mouth moving the wrong way. So I definitely think, like I said, Chris Pratt's a big name. He's some great voice work in the past, proven voice actor. So to me personally, I, I think it's just little nitpicking. Nobody had an issue with the design, uh, the setting, the cinematography, nobody had an issue with that. So the fact, because really, actually, if you look at the trailer, the only issue was it with was with Chris Pratt's voice. That was it. There was no real big or oh, bad negatives. It was only that. That was the only reaction. So the fact that they're making, I think they're just nitpicking, to be honest. Yeah, but also, uh, I just want to say this, if I may say so. Not just simply the voice, but also there was one thing about the Mario design, which I thought, like, that's fucking stupid. But, like, there, there was one uh, thing about his design that people were complaining, which is a very stupid thing, and that is that he's... And that's basically uh, his ass being like very flat. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, wait, you're complaining about his butt? I'm like, what? All of these like, okay. people on the internet lately, like with whole Namor and everything like that, they complain over the, the weirdest stuff. I know, but I'm like, you know, when I was watching like Mario, I was like, you know, wow, like he looks great. And then some people are saying, you know, that, oh my God, his ass is flat. I'm like, you know, like he has a very bouncy ass, like in the games. I'm like, what the fuck are you concentrating on? I'm like, like, 
there's Mario and you're complaining about his butt. I'm like, are you serious? I personally think his butt looks lovely. <laughs> Perfecto. It looks perfect. Like, like, no, I mean, seriously, it looks fine. I'm like, you know, what the fuck they're talking about? Like, I, I, I really don't know. You yeah. know, but again. Can I um, get back to my point, please? Oh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I didn't mean to interrupt you. It's just. Yeah, come on. We went like really off and like. I kind of wanted to get my thoughts out, but obviously, like, you know, with the Super Mario Brothers show and all those animated, my point was, like, with Charles Martinet and everything like that, we never really got much dialogue from Mario. It's always been kind of side things, like, let's go, or like, you know, like little dialogue, but we've never got dialogue for it. He's a video game actor. He's meant for the video games, not movies and stuff like that. So I see why they casted Chris Pratt. You know, am I a big fan of that choice? Not really. I mean, <laughs> he's he's a good. I mean, he's got a uh, he's got a screen presence, and obviously he played Emmett from the Lego Movie immensely. Mm-hmm. But me personally, like, and you know, I liked him. In that little like segment, I thought he was meant for that design of Mario. His voice looked like it was meant for that design. Am am I still psyched about Chris Pratt as Mario? Not not much, but like I'm I'm optimistic about it. I mean, who, you know, you who would you him. want? Who who, um, who would you want to see him play? Probably someone who has more like of a uh, like of more like experience with voice acting like my friend and i uh were actually talking the other day about this they actually brought up a good choice um and i'm surprised this actor isn't involved anywhere like in this project bill Hader. yes oh wow yes oh oh, oh my god that's actually that's actually not bad choice that's that's actually pretty good yeah for like, Mario, like he—he he is literally Lord of, Lord of Shadows and Bill Hader. Yes. Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> <laughs> but but anyways, um, other than that whole, other than the whole Chris Pratt thing, and you know what I would want for it. Honestly, the rest of the cast is is either okay or really good. Like obviously, we talked about Jack Black, and now we know that he can actually put in. Like we see him as like this kind of goofy guy with all this charisma, but then like you you hear him hear him, I'm like crap, he's actually putting effort towards it, and I'm uh, and so I'm looking forward to that. Um, Charlie Day as a neurotic Luigi, I am so looking forward to. <laughs> Me too. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> and then um, Anya Taylor Joy. Um. If I'm being honest, I feel like she's going to just have her normal American accent. But at the same time, she is, like, one of the most rising, like, like a- actors there are. I think she's going to put a lot of charisma into this. She's not a, she's not a voice actor, but I think she's going to put her, her own, like, actual acting into it. I'm not – what I'm saying, she's not a voice actor. That's not a bad thing. You can have voice roles that you can just flat out act with. Like, you know, for example, into the Spider-Verse, there are a lot of actors who are just traditional 
actors. They don't, you know, have a lot of like, you know, range with it, but it's fine because you, the thing with voice acting is you're acting. So, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, and like all these like voice actors with like TV and stuff like that, people, you know, like TV and animation, well, TV and movie with like animation and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's slightly different. I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I've been thinking about it a lot lately and it's slightly different, but you know, I, I get them like like using like big big name actors because you know this is a this is a big name pro- project and you know you you see choices like you know with like Seth Rogen like he's fine like he's it's it's Donkey Kong like he's he he fits so the character like, yeah yeah he does like just like a a big goofy character he's a he's a, he's a goofy guy he is again <laughs> Here he goes again. Yeah, I think I think Seth Rogen plays that is is voiced really perfectly in this. Where if he was any other character in this movie, I would go, "Ooh, that's not a very good casting decision." So I think he fits the Donkey Kong character very well. I think <laughs> Annie Taylor Joy really does show you that her versatility as an actress. I think you'll see that once again. And it, you know, she's been in some fantastic movies. Yeah. Um, you know, she's she's really tapped into the horror genre with Split, the superhero uh, fantasy element with the New Mutants, which I thought she was the best part of the New Mutants, even though that movie was terrible. But, you know, then obviously we're seeing her in the TV work with Queen's Gambit. Now we're seeing her in, in that movie, The Menu. So I think having versatility as an actor really shows your talent. I think she's a really great up-and-coming actress. I think she has some fantastic uh, upcoming projects as well, especially with that Furiosa film, which I cannot wait for. So to me personally, We've got you know the versatility. I think is a big thing for an actress, uh, especially as when you're younger. Coming into this very family-oriented, uh, animated light stuff will help her broaden her uh, network. And I definitely think she uh, will do a really, really good job in this. Yeah, I mean uh, everything you guys said, like I absolutely totally agree. You know, but the the thing is, uh, that's usually when you do like an animated movie. You know, you have to draw in like some like well-known actors, you know, because that way, you know, you can easily draw the audience in as well. You know, like that's also one of the big parts in marketing. You know, I mean, if you look at the cast, the only like officially like a professional voice actor here is Kevin Michael Richardson. He's the only one in who is like a professional, uh, you know, voice actor. And even though he, he, I only heard like one line from Kamek, like he was perfect as Kamek. Like he really sounded good. But I will say, you know, but also I think like, People should give like Charles Martinet a, ble- a break because like the guy has been voicing the character for all, over 20 years. So if he is not, if he is not voicing Super Mario, like in this movie, like, you know, like I'm totally fine with it. And also I believe that at least there's no fucking way, you know, I believe that Charles Martinet like uh, gave Chris Pratt his blessing when it comes yeah. to like, you know, voicing the character. Like I-, I believe he did because just like you said, Peyton, like, you know, in the games, Basically, Mario, like, you know, he's like, whoops a daisy, it's a me, Mario. Here we go, let's go, woohoo! Like, hey, oh, ee, Mario Kart. Like, he's, he doesn't, like, you don't actually hear him, like, actually saying, like, other things, like, you know, like an actual, true, like, uh, like, longer sentence, basically, you know. He's just simply saying little bit, like, little bits and pieces, because that's basically what you do in video games. You know, like you, you just simply you have voice actors that basically 
throw in some words, you know, throughout the game, especially when it comes to like uh, like things like Mario Kart, in you know, in this case, you know. So I don't know. I mean, like for me personally, like again, I just want to go quickly to the voice cast. Like uh, again, like Chris Pratt. I know it's a very unusual choice for Mario. I get that. Uh, but even though I will say this, the reaction to the people, uh, especially the gamers, to the cast list was priceless. Oh my god! Like the reactions they had with Chris Pratt voicing Mario, like some, half of them were laughing, half of them just simply wanted to kill themselves. Like uh, when but they I heard think, that, but I think the internet. But I think if, but I think if you put loads of voice actors in it, it's not going to have that tractability as a as a movie. So a lot yeah, of gamers are going to, a lot of gamers are going to. What there's not a lot of gamers that are also big movie fans as well, where they understand both the industries. Lord of Shadows here being the massive exception on this panel and in this council. But to me personally, when you love something so much, you have to find out that differentiation. If Chris Pratt was part of the games and stuff like. Stuff like that, you go, Oh, okay, that does that really fit in a, in a sort of a game sense? Does his voice fit in? It fits in a movie, it is a movie. And I think at the end of the trailer, uh, when you see all that cast list, are you going to be as looking forward as just a casual movie goer? And we spoke about how they need to balance that out pretty well. You've that whole cast list focuses on getting people in the seats that fans of Jack Black. Chris Pratt, Andy Taylor-Joy, people who are excited to see their next project because you're going to have people who are going, what's Jack Black doing this year? Mario Brothers movie? Get me in that cinema. There's that. It goes back to that point about what are they focusing on? You're not going to have the you're not going to have the attractability of new audiences when you see all the people that have uh, voiced their characters in the games, or as Alan said, probably not as much uh, in the games. So to me personally, I, I, I think that list probably possibly shows you that this is a movie this is a movie cast let's just go with it and let's just see what they could do because it's a really great opportunity for them as well yeah i mean i totally agree what you just you just said you know and like i mentioned before as well like basically you know if you bring like actual voice actors into a movie that is going like on the big screen in the theater like you know it's not going to draw that much attention attention even though a lot of people are saying like oh give voice actors like you know some uh, like you know really big jobs and things like that. okay yes i get it even voice actors have to do like some work i get it but when it comes to the big screen like voice actors like even if like no matter how famous they are like for example like from uh frank welker to jim cummings to like phil lamar or like uh like in this case kevin michael richardson or even like um who can i mention uh, as well um uh, brown for example or tara strong in this case as well like uh, if like even though like no matter no matter how famous they are, they're not gonna draw too much attention to the movie, you know. Like uh, if, w- w- because it's all part of the marketing, so you're gonna have yeah. to have some like big a uh, like a list of actors, you know, to kind of draw their attention. You know, like aha, Chris Pratt's in this, Jack Black is in this, Seth Rogen is this. All right, count me in. Like you know, yeah, cannot wait. Like, so yeah, I mean it? like. Uh, Oh, sorry, I didn't mean yeah. to interrupt, Alan. But I'm, I was just kind of, I was agreeing with you. Voices like that, you know, like TV voice actors and stuff like that, they're going to appeal to us animation nerds. They're not going to appeal to the masses. Exactly. You know, I mean, again, I mean, like I said before, like you have so many great voice actors, like so many, like really great voice actors. Like I said, from like veterans, like I said, you know, like I said before, like uh, Clancy Brown, Frank Welker, Pierre Coulin, Phil Lamar. Uh, even Brad Garrett, actually, you know, like, or even like, uh, 
you know, Mark Hamill, you have Bre uh, Bradley D. Baker, like you have so many wonderful voice actors, or in this case, like you said, Great Eliza or Tara Strong as well, but they're not going to bring in too much audience because a lot of people don't actually know them, you know, because well, they Hamill. do their work. Well, except with the exception of Mark Hamill. Okay, with the exception of Mark Hamill and also Clancy Brown and also him as well. But besides them, even Brett Garrett, actually. But besides them, those three, there's a lot of voice actors that people that never heard of them, you know, because they were not in big movies. So like I said before, you've got to draw their attention with actual A-list actors. So going back to the cast, plays, like I said, Chris, Chris Pratt is a very unusual choice, but I will give him a shot, you know. I'm not going to go like back and basically basically bullshit about him like like they did with like the sonic design because uh, the thing is now they're getting don't don't you people get me wrong like I get it like the the sonic thing that's a different story but the the, the point I'm trying to make is uh, I'm not going to bullshit about Chris Pratt's voice like you know same like you know, oh redo the same thing all over again just like you did with sonic like you know uh, I'm like time out I'm like uh there's okay, like redesigning a character, I get it, but redo the lines with like another different actor. I'm like, that's not gonna happen. It's Chris Pratt, making... that's it, get over it. You know what's now, funny? The makers... Go up, Garfield, literally a few weeks after Garfield. Yeah, he was cast as Garfield the cat. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I think as well is that we're, we're making such a big thing about it, not us necessarily, but but fans make a big thing. Like like Lord Shadow said, after two words, after two lines, that is going to be a massively critical thing when people get to a review, when people get to a trailer breakdown of the official trailer. You have more content to sort of cover and back up your opinion, because at the end of the day, we can we can talk and say that the original Mario actor voice actor should be in this role yes we can say that but there's that whole possibility where we could say you know what chris pratt's voice doesn't fit this role but another actor can i definitely think we need more evidence to support people's points because like i said there's only been two lines and Laura shadow says he actually sounded pretty good in that second line um so to me personally what you're looking at is is people nitpicking people not having that much to focus on about the other stuff the other stuff looked really really good my only nitpick is and this might be a nice transition into possibly another content subject and i want to sort of post this question once again to the council for me watching that trailer and i rewatched it to uh, a couple of times today um before this live stream it I'm having slight issues about the way that they can connect this all together. I think they will do that, but I definitely think if you there are three main storylines, it felt like three movies. It felt like to the point where we could potentially see three different big storylines sort of work along together and how much time um, do each storyline take. I understand that's the whole point of an adventure movie, having different characters in different places, but for me in the trailer, I felt like Mario was doing his thing, you had sort of this villainous arc um, at, at the beginning, and then you had Luigi rescuing Princess Peach right at the very end because a lot of people were going, where is Luigi in this? Like, And then he just pops up randomly at the end there to show where he is. So I, I do personally think we could see three different storylines uh, within this and three different stories where you could only see them together. You could only see the main conflict happen, happen right at the very end of the movie. So I present that to you and see what you think because that was my only... Big sort of negative going into it. Chris Pratt was fine. I thought the animation looked brilliant. I thought the color palette looked really nice. But I think that was my only negative about this teaser trailer is that it definitely felt like three different stories, which potentially could be three different <laughs> movies. 
yeah i mean i agree but uh i totally agree with like with, with everything you said but also first and foremost i just want to correct you uh luigi wasn't trying to save princess peach he was just running for, away from All the right. dry bones uh, bit, on imdb on imdb it says something about it that's what I've read. It's based on what I've seen on IMDb. That's my that's my source of information. Yeah, I get you. I get you. I get you. But like from the yeah, trailers yeah. That, that you saw, like he wasn't trying to save Princess Peach. He was just running to like one of those abandoned fortresses that you saw in the old Mario yeah. games from the Dry Bones. Like that's basically what we were right. doing. But again, uh, going back to the cast, I just want to say I have no problems with any of them. Honestly, I think like you know, uh, first, like I said, just like you said, Peyton, I, I'm really gonna wait to see. Fucking uh, like Charlie Day is Luigi. I cannot wait to hear him. Like uh, he's gonna be like a very adrenaline dry driven Luigi. Like like and uh, like like he, it's gonna be basically a mixture of horrible bosses and always sunny in Philadelphia. Like it's gonna be like a mixture of those two. Like when it comes to Charlie Day, and I cannot wait to hear him. Exactly. Uh, well, without the swearing, um, yeah. you know, uh, in Luigi. Now again, uh, Anya. Anya Taylor Joy as Princess Peach. I don't think like, I don't think she will voice. She will give her normal voice. I think like she will sound a little more uh, lighter, if I, you know, just like she did in the games. You know, I mean, just a little bit, like not too much. You know, so I think like it will be fine. Uh, Jack Black sounded amazing as Bowser. Uh, Kevin Michael Key, uh, Keegan Michael Key as uh, Toad. Like the what? Uh, like the lines I heard, I was like. Perfect. Okay, he's perfect as Toad. Like I, I, I'm buying it. But of all, of all the others, I cannot fucking wait to hear Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Like you know, Donkey Kong, like smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I had to do it again. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I love but it. Overall... I love it. Seriously. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. But overall, with all that, you know, like I said, it's just a teaser trailer. So you know, we're gonna have to wait and uh, and see a little bit more information until we can actually uh, came to a conclusion but overall you know even with the trailers out i'm I always saying this when you see the movie then you can make a conclusion you know mm -hmm. because the trailers are only there to kind of like you know uh, to make you hype about the movie basically it's a guide exactly yeah. it's basically a guide to the movie you know they're not going to show you everything but yeah. the, the one thing i will say charles marinette when it comes to like you know voicing surprise cameos Please, Miyamoto, please, Illumination, please introduce Mario and Waluigi into this. Please. I want to, I, I just want to hear Charles Martinet, you know, basically going, you know, it's me, Mario. You gotta eat that garlic. Have a rotten day. Yahoo. Like, uh, oh my God. I just can't wait to hear Charles Martinet as Mario because there's no other character that he will voice in the movie besides them, Mario and Waluigi. No way. But overall, I'm fine with the cast, and I'm gonna give Chris Pratt a, sh a shot, like I give everything else in the in the past. Hey, you can talk as well, you know. Oh yeah, um, obviously same. Um, I'm pretty I'm pretty excited for this. Um, I I grew up. I mean, I I didn't grow up with the franchise like like you did, Alan. But I, you know, as a kid. In the early to mid to late 2000s, you know, I grew up playing Mario Kart and and Mario uh, 64 on the DS. Had fun and stuff like that. So I'm I'm excited to kind of you know 
not necessarily revisit, but kind of, you know, see this, this universe in like, in like a new light. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pretty excited. And the voice cast, you know, it, it's going to be mixed, but it's, it's going to be fun. You know, it's definitely going to be fun. Yeah. I mean, the you know, only, I mean, this... uh, I, I just want to say one, one, one more quick, quick thing, and then you can proceed. Um, uh, the only one thing I'm afraid of, because just from the, the trailer reactions I've seen, when people like immediately heard like Chris Pratt's voice, like there was a lot of people who were like, you know, okay, that's it, I'm out. Like, no, I'm not gonna watch this movie. It's gonna be shit because you know Chris Pratt is shit as Mark and all that. So the one thing I'm a little bit afraid of is you know people boycotting the Super Mario Bros. movie because of Chris Pratt. Like that's the only fear I have, and I don't uh, because I really don't want this to damage it. Yeah. I think that I think that will I think that'll be ironed out with word of mouth. I think that'll be a lot of people's main question. People that are probably waiting for second weekend. You know, there's a lot of people that will go and watch it on the first weekend, really give it a shot, really happy with it. And then people might wait for, for really, really positive talk. Like I said, we're basing this on two uh, lines. People are making a massive outcome, but I definitely do think that I might iron out with word of mouth, with people going, you know what, Chris Pratt is actually very, very good. Also, a lot of people's opinions because them turning around saying, we're not going to watch this movie. This is, We are not going to watch this movie. Yeah, but you're going to watch the trailer because the movie, you have to pay. The, tra- the exactly. initial trailer, you can just check out on, on YouTube. So that might turn a lot of people around. So I definitely think people's massive statement of, I'm not going to watch this movie, that might iron out when we definitely see a lot of content. This was a teaser trailer. Like I mentioned earlier on, it, it focused on three different individual stories. It was trying to balance them out. So it wasn't a Mario one minute and... 30 or two minutes however long the trailer was of just purely mario on the screen it felt a lot of things so i definitely think people will give it a chance based on word of mouth because i definitely think it could have a really really big audience i'm looking forward to it i surprised myself by watching and really liking uh sonic the hedgehog something that i'm not particularly um you know known about and really really enjoyed it giving this a chance seeing this great cast as well seeing jack black in a voice role for a long after a long time is always going to pique my interest because I really love Jack Black. So for me, all of these components making making one of them movies where I go, you know what, I'm going to give it a chance because why don't why not you give films like this a chance? It's trying to build a new universe, trying to bring in people in. If they can create that balance, you're going to have a lot of things going. You know what, I'm going to actually check out the Mario Brothers games. You know, I've been I've been playing Mario Kart the past week and I've been loving it. I've been absolutely loving it. So uh, not doing very well, but loving it and enjoying it, which is what you should do when you play games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, because just like you said, like like this movie opens the door to a lot of possibilities, to a lot of potential, you know, like when it comes to expanding, uh, you know, the overall, not just simply, you know, as we talked before, not just simply the Super Mario universe, but the overall chances to like other franchises to come, you know, to, to the big screen, you know, because like, like we mentioned before, like, uh, I was, you know, I was talking about Kirby, Legend of Zelda, Star Fox. You also mentioned like other franchises that you wish to see, you know, from Nintendo to the big screen as well, you know? So, yeah, I mean, like, there, you know, and I still believe, you know, with Chris Pratt and everything, like, there's a big, big potential in this movie. And also, I just want to say this, like, video game properties recently, they've been on a winning role, like, like, like uh, from Sonic, Sonic 2, Castlevania, the Cuphead show, like there's there's a lot of like video game properties that have turned into like movies and TV shows. They've been on a fucking roll in in this past few years, like like so even with like with Detective Pikachu as well, 
even that was like a really great movie as well. That was you know, a great. It, that was so much fun. That was yeah, so exactly. Much fun. They hit like for me, they hit every note when it comes to the Detective Pikachu. So, like with this, I'm also have like really positive, like uh, positive thinking that Super Mario Bros. will do well as well. You know, because like I said, even if there's a problem with when it comes to criticism, when it comes to critics, it's gonna definitely do a lot of money in the box office. And believe me, with the critics, like I'm gonna say it right now, screw the critics, fuck them, because the main thing here is the box office. And yeah. what the view and what the audience think, not the critics, the audience. And of course, with the box office like going like bigger and bigger and bigger, that's overall their own thinking. Like they love the movie, they want to see it over and over again. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I, I, I can't I'm not I'm not predicting that this is gonna be like uh, 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 you know, money, money, money thing. But like I said, Illumination. I, you know, we keep coming back to it. Illumination movies really make a lot of money. Despicable made them really, really good. You know, basing on that franchise being that being that stake. But I thought both Sequel Life of Pets movies did very, very well in the box office. I mean, you think of the first uh, Sequel Life of Pets movie that came out in 2016. That was the third highest grossing movie of summer 2016. That was crazy, you know, and that was a year of really great animated movies and it still is considered to be one of the best. The both Sing movies, I think, is great. I think Sing 2 that came out uh, early this year, that was like a colour spectacle. Like, that was beautifully animated. So I definitely think Illumination are putting put so much time and money and effort into their products. And like uh, Lord of Shadows uh, keeps saying, Nintendo involved will iron out a iron out their issues where Illumination goes, will this work? And Nintendo goes, no, 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 I'll watch. Or yes, that fits us. That fits what we imagined all them years ago. So I think that combination really, really works. I'd like to see that a lot more. And I definitely think that, like you said, it will and a lot of money it's not going to roll in the cash grab and um, i don't personally think to the point where it's going to be massive exploding but illumination has done some really really good stuff with movies that have been proven little original stories that could make a lot of money i think this one could be one of them because it's based on a proven uh, product that have just kept making games and games over and over again and they're using that animated style as well and um, which it definitely leans itself very well to this world. Probably not live action. That was fun. You know, we all joke about it. But now, if you're going to make a really big movie that's going to go into cinemas, Mario Brothers has to exist in an animated form. Yeah. I mean, uh, I just want to point out right here, PK, you've been very silenced like for a long time. So please share your wisdom with the council with everything we talked about. So I think the movie has a lot of potential. My only concern with it is that it is it i mean from the trailers like we said earlier it looks like an origin story so my only concern with it being an origin story is it'll go the dragon ball route and try to reinvent too much and if it does that that would if it reinvents too much that could be the only real big downfall I mean, uh, like I said, it, it's just a teaser trailer. We don't have too much information. But personally, I don't think they're going to rely too much on the origin story. I think, like, they're going to be very brief with that. Like, you know, he comes from this particular place. It could be Brooklyn. And basically, he got sucked up in this tube. And basically, he ends up in the Mushroom Kingdom. And that's it. And Luigi ends up in a totally different place. So I think, like, I think they'll 
show us a little bit of Mario, like what he was in the human world. And then like, you know, in a very short period of time, you know, he's just going to be dropped in the Mushroom Kingdom, you know. I, 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 so personally, I don't think uh, the origin story will be too long. That's at least what I think. Definitely. Definitely, I definitely think it. I think you're the master of nin, uh, nin, Nintendo wisdom. So I definitely think the structure of this movie could be really, really good. And, and there's possibility of, uh, you know, making that story feel very, very great to, um, you know, big fans of the franchise, but then also sort of move it to uh, move it ahead to, um, you know, new audiences. I definitely find that balance would be really, really great. So I'm really looking forward to it. Roll on March. March looks like a very exciting month for other reasons as well. But having this, uh, having this movie just uh, put nicely inside will be a lot. Will be very, very fun and enjoyable, and not going to suit into the cinema with that serious thing, serious thinking. You could just sit back, relax, enjoy, eat a lot of popcorn, and enjoy uh, a, a death, a, a journey of a, a journey of people jumping on mushrooms. So, looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Also, I have a question for all of you. I have a question for all of you. Uh, do you think now? I was thinking like we, uh, I was basically thinking about that like for like few days before we started this live stream. Do you guys think there could be a possibility that this movie has either a mid credit scene or a post credit scene? Go. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. UTK. Yeah. Hmm. So you believe there's gonna be a credit scene? Yeah. Every big franchise movie does these days. Yeah, I, I will say this. Uh, for Illumination, like, this is going to be the very first one they did when it comes to, like, credit scenes, you know. And also, if – okay, let's put it this way. If the credit scene thing is true, then what do you think the credit scene could be about? I, I, I just want to hear it. What do you, what you guys think could be about? Probably I think it'll inch- Mario Luigi. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Karen. I, I think he'll introduce another new character. I think Illumination can't do that yet because all their movies are sort of original and new, so it's not an, an end credit scene. If if it's going to be a jokey one, then that's fine. That that's quite you know fun and fun and interesting. But I think because Mario Mario's universe has got loads of characters, I definitely think you know they'll look at it and just go, "We're making the second one. Let's introduce this to make people go." Just make it now. Just show it now. Just do it as a double feature. You, you've got the second one ready for us, right? That's what they're doing with, with Sonic. That's what they did at the end of both Sonic movies. And I think they could definitely do it here. So I don't think they could have done it for any other project, mainly because they were all original characters. So it wouldn't have had that um, significance because I definitely think that's what end credit scenes need to do. It needs to be significant. You can put in a few fun ones there, but for a franchise that's not established or a company that's established and used post and mid credit scenes uh, as much i definitely think you, you're going to rely on bringing this big character in to make people go right second one let's put it on let's get ready for it okay what do you think peyton um pretty much what what karen said um this is a growing market um you know for for new ip and stuff like that i, I i've been saying that all day but at, at the end of the day, it is it is literally an intellectual property. Nintendo is in general, and you know, it it's kind of it's kind of fun to to see all the you know, it as like a business and everything like that. But you know, putting that aside, it's just 
you know, people are going to be wanting more if, you know, if this turns out the, the, the way we think it is. So, you know, there it is. Okay, fine. PK, do you really want to know my prediction? Please, if it doesn't involve Mephisto, yes. I was <laughs> PK's done. I, I was going to say, I think Mario's <laughs> Mario's going to turn into Mephisto in the end credits. I will say this. If Mephisto was a real thing, I think like he'll be flattered and honored that he has a uh, number one fan. <laughs> I just That's can't wait until sure. Ironheart so TK can stop talking about Mephisto. Oh, my God. Yeah, let's do that. Me too. But I will say my personal thoughts, like when it comes to the crate scene, and I, I agree with all what you, Kieran, said. Uh, it could go many different ways. Like it could be a jokey crate scene, but I personally think it will be either an introduction to like new characters or like a teaser for like a possible sequel. Like th th that, that's at least what I think it, uh, it could be. But I will say this if um, the teaser, like for example, if they introduce and I really hope it, it's true. If they introduce Mario and Waluigi, if they introduce them, I'm really hoping they can do like a spin-off, like a movie about Mario and Waluigi, or, or, and I'm really hoping that could be true. Um, an, an adaptation, an anime adaptation of like a, either Mario World or Mario Land, like uh, because I mean. I'm a big fan of Vario. I mean, I would say this. I love Vario way more than Mario. You know, like, he's so good. So I'm hoping, like, when it comes to the, like, it's like a teaser for that. You know, either Vario Land, Vario World, or, like, a movie about <laughs> spin-off Vario and Waluigi. That's just me, again. Or here's another guess. Uh, here's another guess, like, who could be the new character in the credits scene. We didn't mention him. Uh, and also, he wasn't listed in the cast list. Yoshi. Possibility. Mm -hmm. He yeah. could be. He could be easily teased in the uh, if there is a crate scene. He could be easily introduced, like as one of the new upcoming characters, or at least teased. You know, because of all the cast members, we didn't saw Yoshi. So maybe he could be. I don't know. You know. Also, um, oh my God, I, I forgot his name. Okay, uh, some people actually have been talking that. Uh, <laughs> That Yoshi should be voiced by Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> I'm <not> like, <laughs> what the fuck? I was like, what? Like, you really, you guys really want to go see Yoshi going like, just do it, just do it. <laughs> Don't let your dreams be dreams. <laughs> oh my god. Also, I just want to say this: uh, when it comes to fan casting, since the Super Mario Bros. movie came out, when it comes to the cast revelation. A lot of people have been doing fan casts about Vario and Voluigi. Now, Vario has two actors like fan casting. So I will go first with uh, Voluigi. So Voluigi, there are two choices for him. Either Willem Dafoe or Adam Driver voicing Voluigi. That and, would be awesome. Okay, I will say that. Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe for me. Oh my god, like Willem Dafoe, he'll be so crazy to voice Valuigi. Oh my god, because Willem if Willem Dafoe voices Valuigi, he will make the fucking character so scary and intimidating and incre and creepy. Now for Vario, I I've seen a lot of people, they want Danny DeVito voicing him. 
Oh God! Oh God! Imagine, imagine Danny DeVito and Willem Dafoe together. Like that—that'll be—that'll be a combination that could only really work with animated movies. That could like that. Their different approaches to their characters would just be brilliant. Like their interactions could be really, really good. Yeah, I mean, like Danny DeVito actually, because I've seen some people actually doing some test footage with like Danny with Vario and Valuigi and Vario um, and with the voice of Danny DeVito, and it actually works. For his character, actually, Danny DeVito's voice works. So if they're going to choose him as Vario, hell, I'm in. I'm totally in for him. Oh, my God. So also, I have one more question for you. Like, uh, I know if you guys are going to go and see this movie, but if you're going to go and see it, if you decide to go, what is the number one thing that you cannot wait to see in this movie the most? This is world, this this grand world. Yeah, I agree. The world, just the adventure. Yeah, yeah, just the adventure, just this possibility of of really just putting, like Peyton said, this world on a plate in animated style. And I definitely think as well. I know I keep talking about it, but to have this movie sur- being surrounded in in the same month by so many big action franchise installments it's so nice to see just have a light-hearted fun and like you said have an adventure with these with these really funny and comedic characters which definitely will be uh, a lot of people's um you know attractability whenever they purchase their tickets and i can't wait i cannot i, I can't not watch this movie based on on this podcast because you've got me so hyped for it i mean for me there are two things i cannot wait to see like one of them uh, one, number one is the characters I cannot wait to see them, like, you know, on the big screen. But the number two thing is also, like you mentioned before, Peyton, the world building. Like, I cannot wait to see, uh, because just from the poster, I have seen how they changed a little bit, like, the overall uh, grounds of Mushroom Kingdom. You know, because in the games, the Mushroom Kingdom doesn't, doesn't look like that. Like, the castle is not on the hill, you know, on this big mountain. So, but the, the, but the way how I saw in the trailer and the poster... You know, I loved it. I love the idea. So I cannot wait to see the world building of Mushroom Kingdom. Like, I cannot wait to see it. And also, one bonus, I cannot wait to see the interaction between uh, Mario and Peaches. Like, I cannot wait to see, like, uh, how, how those two are going fir- um, are, are to meet for the first time. You know? Yeah, exactly. I cannot wait to see that. And, okay, I will add on also another bonus. I cannot wait to see like a team up between Chris Pratt, Mario, and Charlie Day's Luigi. Like I, like I was, I was like, wow, this this will be fun. This will be definitely fun. <laughs> oh my god! So now you, now I will say this: now you, Peyton, and I, we we like we actually said like our wishes, like when it comes to the overall universes, we love to see. You and I yeah. said that. Now I want to see. Now I want to hear from like TK and. Uh, like our film review central, like what their wishes are when it comes to overall Nintendo projects, like what they what they wish to see outside Super Mario Brothers. I, d- I don't really know to be honest. I, I'm not really a big sort of Nintendo fan. I'd just like to see just sort of, you know, th- these Mario movies really being, you know, that balance like we like we keep mentioning. But I definitely think, you know, there, there is an audience for this. I definitely think it's one of them. It could potentially be one of them franchises where you can pick and choose what film you want to check out based on 
uh, the attractability. You don't. I, I can't see it really being linked together. I, ca- I could be sat here uh, and, and be definitely be proven wrong, but I definitely think there is that potential of really, really connecting, uh, really expanding this world with a lot of really creative characters. And if it stays in Illumination's hands, you could definitely see a very, very strong animated franchise. I'm not too sure whether they what they can now do with the Despicable Me franchise, mainly because I think it, it's come to quite a nice, satisfying end. So I think with Illumination, they could definitely use this as being their you know, leading franchise uh, for their company. So all in all, it could be really, really positive. They just have to make this first movie right because you've seen it with other universes. If your first movie doesn't work, you could be in with a struggle. You know, we saw that with the Dark Universe. These are very different movies, by the way. But what I'm saying is in the Dark Universe, The Mummy was not a very good movie at all. It completely crushed this whole idea of a Dark Universe. So for me, if you don't do this one right, and I'm not saying it's not going to, but I definitely think focusing on this one first will definitely open an endless amount of possibilities because they've got so many great characters and Illumination's got such great creative vision. And you, TK? I agree. Um, I'm not sure which ones I'd want to see. Um, but, I mean, I, I agree with everything the film review, se- film review, central se- film review central said. Um, <laughs> I, um, I agree with everything he said. Um, I think that I- I'm not the biggest Nintendo fan. Um, I don't know too much. Um, but, I mean, I think, I mean this could be their next um, big franchise. I mean, this could be their next, like, um, I guess franchise is the best word. Okay, fair enough. I mean, like, when it comes, like I said, when it comes to me, like, uh, like, I mean, there, there's a lot of, like, franchises that Nintendo have created, like, over the years and, well, over the decades that they actually have created. But, like I said, my number three, my number, like, top three will always be, you know, uh, Kirby, Legend of Zelda and Star Fox, you know, especially Star Fox. Like I've, been, like, I've been introduced to this game, like, through some of my friends, and I really loved, like, this, like, you know, basically sci-fi, like, space adventure, you know, with these characters. Like, it, it's really awesome. And, like, I mean, seriously, if they handle this, like, this franchise, for example, this three, very well. Like, Legend of Zelda, they could easily basically make, like, a animated version of Lord of the Rings, basically. Yeah. Like, Hey, I'm sorry to interrupt. I think we got to wrap up, though. Oh, so you have to run somewhere. Okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll be short. Like, I'll, I'll be very brief in this one. Like, I just want to say that if they play their cards right, like I said, Legend of Zelda could be basically their version of Lord of the Rings when it comes to, like, animation style. Uh, you know, th- th- that's the only thing I just want to mention overall. So, overall, well, my dear fellow members of the Shadow Council, it looks like we're done. We did everything, you know, we said everything we wanted to say. We joked around. We screwed around. We, like, you know, beat the crap out of TK mentioning Mephisto. But, like, overall, you know, it, I think, like, you know, it was really fun. I, I, I really enjoyed, like, doing this with you guys. And I hope that we could do other Shadow Cancel episodes in the future. Same so here it is. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. I, I really, yeah, I really appreciate it for you guys to join me for this very first, like, premiere episode of the Shadow Council. So overall, guys, here we are. We're done. So, like always, you know, you get the, you know, you get the protocol. You know, uh, comment, like, subscribe. You know, to my channel. Uh, it'll be all in the comment section down below. Drop a like. We all really appreciate that. If you, uh, if you don't 
we're going to come after you and kill you. Uh, but <laughs> overall, thank you for joining this uh, ever first time, you know, live stream I ever did. So here we are with the Shadow Council. You know, we had our meeting is adjourned. And like always, Lord of Shadows signing off. Right in the Pop Perch Network signing off. Thank you very much for listening, guys. Film Review Central is out. Yep. If you're listening, Marvel Mephisto. Cut him off. Seriously, cut him off. Come on. <laughs> he needs to stop that. See you guys next time. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>